A nation once divided has now been reunited by a local podcast named Featured Picks. Unlikely heroes, three young men bring together a struggling nation to the sounds of <laughs> they've random ramblings. The race <laughs> they, they've healed the race war through incredibly surface level commentary on, on cultural <laughs> cultural events, pop culture and music. Single handedly saved the human race. Love it. That's that's a that's a good way to to bring it in. Welcome back to Feed Picks, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. Howdy. Uh, I um uh, we got the full crew today. Tommy. Yes, we do. Been? Yes, we do. I've been good. I've been good. Been very busy, weirdly enough, for the first time in what feels like six months, five months. Busy in, boy. Yeah. You're busiest uh, I've been. Getting back sure. to work. Getting back to work finally. Uh yeah, like got a acting manager now i got a voiceover ma- uh, agent now it's it's great i'm very Damn. excited so proud. He's, he's hitting the big leagues in in la city of stars city anyway desynced uh la la land cover <laughs> yes sir Beautiful. yeah but uh it's Hola. been good we've uh we've yeah. been working and um just doing doing our thing, you know. Just doing your thing. I'd, I know. I, obviously, you know. There's not too much you can talk about in regards to certain like things. Uh, yeah. I'd like to like a friendly reminder <laughs> that you you know have certain legal obligations to not share. Absolutely, absolutely. I will not. I can't. Uh, yeah, just can't risk it. I can't risk it. Um, yeah. But it's the, yeah. That's that. Been going up for a lot of cool stuff, and uh, I have like two of them to do today. But very excited, yeah. very excited. So instead, he's recording a podcast. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, this, this is, is not the real money. <laughs> this is my. Speaking f- of the real money, uh, <laughs> reminder that we do have merchandise out now available. Yes, we teespring.com. Do. Link in the Instagram bio. Can't miss it. Teespring.com slash feedpicks. com slash feedpicks two. Shameless plug. Yeah, Wait, that so merchandise is good f- though. The feed it's, picks too. Does that imply okay, that there's that's, another feed no. out there? I I made a test one when I was looking through the thing, <laughs> oh, and then no. it just I didn't know it was going to do a link, but I was too far in, so I was like, "All right, we're just leaving the two. <laughs> oh, tragic! That's so that's funny. that's the degree of professionalism that everybody has come to expect. <laughs> well, you see, I didn't want to just yeah you know, throw us in without testing it out myself. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Have you guys gotten um, your shirt yet? Uh, no, but I didn't Still order mine until... My, like, my father has gotten his recently. merch before I did. I saw that. Well, he that's good that it's it. coming out. That's right. You know what? Fans first is what I always say. That's right. So, you know... Amen. That's how we live. Give it Give it to the fans first. You can delay our prints, Teespring. I think, you have uh, uh, our executive permission. I think Nana... I know you're listening. ...are uh, ordering some, so I'm excited to see that. Are they get in the owl tea? I think they're going to do the owl tea, yeah. I think they're going to get the Bumper the owl tea? They want the I would love well. to see bump on the alty. <laughs> That's hey, totally uh, you know, send us some pictures of you and your merch. Maybe we'll throw you on the Instagram. Uh, oh, you know, absolutely. We for sure should do a uh, ham it up. Whole, you know, make it make it good. Yeah, like whole post dedicated to just people wearing our merch. It's gonna be hashtag like us fans. It'll be like uh, <laughs> hashtag feet fans. Feet fans. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if you got a better name, send it to us. But that's probably the best we got. So I dare you to come up with a better one. You can't do it. You, you simply can't. can't. Psych, you can. Psych, love to see it. Well, um, I think uh, you know that little little tidbit about your 
your acting gigs kind of coming on the rise does a does a little segue into into my topic if we want to jump right into it let's, let's do, do it. it uh so this is really like a half topic at best i'll be i'll be totally honest love it uh which again the degree of professionalism you've come to expect you know. uh but I was I was trying to think of something to talk about for for this week, and all I've really been doing is like playing video games and watching like old TV shows. And I don't think anybody wants to hear me talk about like old school RuneScape for twenty minutes. Uh, so well, it was. I mean, certain people might, but you know, some might. Some our more might. socially astute listeners will, will probably be not as interested. For sure. Um, but I was I was kind of thinking like we're kind of on the cusp of like a nice little content void uh, for yeah. really like as a as a collective. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, because it's like I feel like we're starting to get really towards the bottom of the barrel of stuff that's already been filmed that like yeah. is able to be put out now. Um, and it's the same thing, I, I think, with, like, some music, too. Um, yeah. I heard some rumors that, like, SZA had a new album that she was, like, almost ready to put out, and she can't because mm-hmm. her label doesn't want her to put out uh, an album while she can't tour. So, like, I feel like a lot of, you know, because obviously that's where a lot of money for, for artists and labels comes from is, is touring. Um, and so yeah. I think maybe some of those labels are, like, you know, it's it's kind of a wasted opportunity if we can't, you know, why why put out an album now and maybe it's a smash hit now. But then in six months, is anybody really going to still want to come out and see it over show? Is it going to be a flash in the pan? Right. You know, so they're trying to capitalize on it most. But um, I, I think it's it's going to be a very interesting time for people to try and entertain themselves while they're still like kind of locked up at home. And then there's also nothing new for anybody to watch. Right. Um. It could lead to like a renaissance of like indie stuff, right? See, that's where I was. Yeah, that's where I was kind of going with this. Like, I'm I'm thinking like suddenly there's going to be like a second big like YouTube boom or something where like everybody's you know, oh you know Netflix hasn't put out anything new in in six weeks, but I so I'm gonna go start searching for YouTube. Like, there's always new stuff on on YouTube coming out, um, or like. Maybe, yeah, maybe people are playing more video games and stuff. I know I have, like, 19 games that I still have to beat, so it's kind of been nice for me, actually. But uh, yeah, wanted to get uh, some of you guys' thoughts, especially, Tom, since you're doing voice acting. I feel like yeah. that's going to be, like, a really huge thing since you don't have to have a crew or a set right. or, like, you no, know, you can... I, yeah. It's, it's kind of like you were saying where, yeah, you can, like, record from your house even, mm-hmm. like... To the point where I you don't do, even need to go into a studio. Right. Like I, I I have all the tools here that I would need to record something almost entirely like for any job I audition for pretty much. And so right. that's kind of that's actually what they sometimes expect is like there's so much voiceover work now. And especially because people are just sitting at home writing scripts, writing characters and stuff like that. It's yeah. uh, there's going to be. I just I picked the right time to get back into voiceover because it's like so much is going on right now. I mean, I was talking to the lady who who uh, signed me to RSA, um, Vanessa. She was saying that like she literally was like, "I need you to sign these papers as fast as possible because I have so many <laughs> jobs to send you on. Like, I have so much work for you. We Love got to, to get that. this started." Um, and she wasn't kidding. This woman sent me three auditions the morning after I had signed the papers. Like, just <laughs> join them. 
I yeah, love it's going to work for you, baby. Seriously, I was like, "All right, let's let's do this." Like <laughs> crazy. I'm thinking of like that character from uh, Master of None, like Aziz's agent. She's like, "Yeah, <laughs> let's get this friends money, Dev. Let's get this friends money, Dev." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, all that to say, there is going to be. A void of content for sure. Um, and then I think after the void of content, there's going to be a lot of really interesting. It's going to be like, it's like a, like the baby boom, but the baby's right. are ideas and like, you know what I mean? Right. Um, Cause like, I'm sure everybody is like right now is, you know, obviously brainstorming. If you're like a writer, I'm sure yeah. you have like unparalleled exactly. amounts of time to crank out that script you've had in the back of your mind for, yep. you know, six months. And, um, I think, yeah, specifically animated stuff um, is, is going to be big because, again, you don't have to have the whole crew on set. Like, obviously, you know, there's some teamwork that goes into, you know, because you, you, you still have a whole team of animators putting stuff together. But, again, you can right. kind of compartmentalize it a little bit to be a little more uh, COVID friendly, I guess you could say. Totally. It's like, um, yeah, that's the thing is they can do all of it from their own, the comfort of their own homes. You can edit from mm-hmm. home. You can animate from home. You can record from home. And... You really you don't have to go anywhere. You can even podcast from home. <laughs> Feature picks available on all streaming platforms. Feature picks merchandise. Catch it on Teespring. Wherever your podcasts are sold. Wherever podcasts are sold. That's yeah, right. that's really interesting, though. I I think it'll it will be really. It's like like music wise, I think will be an interesting one because you've got way more people now sitting at home going. Maybe I'm going to try and make music. You know. Oh yeah, I, I like even I've been thinking about it. Where like I don't right. even do music. I have like almost no musical skills. But I was kind of like maybe I'll download GarageBand and just mess around Why for not? a little bit, or like maybe Why I'll not? I'll go grab my mom's old guitar and try to learn or right. something. And right, um, it'll be cool. I think it'll open the door to a lot more people that felt they couldn't do it and then realize yeah. that they have the time to. So right, oh yeah, I yeah. think it'll be really cool. I think there's also going to be a lot of like very unfortunate casualties to this too in the entertainment industry. Like I think a lot of some series where it's like it may not have been super popular, but maybe it had like a pretty dedicated following or maybe it was just kind of flew under the radar, but it was really good and definitely deserved like a second season is all probably going to get axed in favor of like some of the bigger projects that had to get Mm -hmm. pushed, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a shame. I know Shannon's been mourning the loss of a lot of Netflix series <laughs> that have been yeah. canceled. Yeah. Yeah, I hear that. Stay strong. Oh, yeah. We will persevere. Um, but, yeah, and then um, what was I saying? I think also, like, just in general, like, I have found myself, you know, where maybe I would be going to, like, obviously I would be going to to concerts or or to, like, the movie theaters and stuff, but it's, like, it's also been kind of nice. Like, I haven't really missed movie theaters at all, I'll be totally honest. Yeah. Um, I kind of think that, like, sitting on your couch at home uh, is, like, the ideal movie experience for me. Because I can, I have a little tiny little baby bladder, so I can just pause whenever <laughs> I want and, and go to the bathroom. I don't have to sprint across That's a crowd theater. 
That is a part. Uh, you don't have like, you know, the six-year-old sitting next to you chewing his popcorn super loud and, and coughing and talking the entire time. and like Pointing out Iron Man every time he comes across the screen. Oh, my uh, God. Did I, did I ever tell that Batman versus Superman story on here? I don't think I don't so. Think so. <laughs> Who knows? We, we all, you know, just go for I, it. It's, it's a very simple story. But me and my dad went to go see Batman versus Superman when that first came out. And we were sitting next to this. This mother and her son, and every single time Superman came on screen, her son looked at her and went, "That's Superman," and like, like super audibly. And it was not even again; it was not even like the first two or three times we were in like the final act, like the final scene. Oh, Obviously, gosh. Superman has been well established by this point. Um, and again, it's, so it's stuff funny. like that. I just don't miss it at all. <laughs> and now, especially where they're like, "Oh, you know, you have to wear like a mask the whole time," which again, I get it. I don't want to do that for two and a half hours (laughs) like during a movie. Like imagine sitting through Endgame with a mask on the entire time in a packed theater. And like that just, that sounds miserable to me. Yeah. So anytime you go to the dollar theater, (laughs) you're, uh, it's like you're paying either a dollar on Wednesdays. It's 50 cents. Um, Tuesdays it's a quarter. Like, I don't know how they stay in business because even their concessions are cheaper than what AMC puts out. Okay. So it feels like a really good money laundering. Are they opportunity. just like older movies? No. I mean, uh, okay. So basically, how it works is the, um, like the kind of the assembly line or the, uh, you know, the retail line is movies are made, then they're put out in theaters. And then, like, right as the movies are dropped from mainstream theaters, they then go to the dollar theater and ah. kind of stay in like that limbo yeah. before they before go the, to red for the dvd uh-huh. yeah yeah it's that's the the gap yeah exactly gotcha. so it's Squeeze honestly pretty cool out of it. it well exactly it's like also you uh like i you know if i didn't watch a movie or if i was like i don't want to pay 15 dollars for this i'd just wait till it yeah. gets to the dollar theater go to the dollar theater nine times out of ten not a bad experience but definitely had some rough times there um, <laughs> but again, like you get what you pay for, so it's I can't right. complain. Right. I overall big fan of the Dollar Theater. Good concept. You're, you're paying for that fifty cent crowd along with yeah, the fifty exactly. cent movie, and I am also <laughs> I'm I'm a part of that fifty cent crowd. <laughs> and I know that it I'm an active and willing participant of the. 50 I know I am. Like, you're allowed to act up because everyone there <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly. The guy can't look back at you and go, I paid $20 for this movie. You better <laughs> shut up and let me listen to it. Yeah. If, no, if anyone nobody can complain. Yeah. If someone complains, I'm tossing two quarters at it. I'm saying, shut up. <laughs> let, me your talk, bitch. Bitch. let me talk. Let me talk. It's on the house, bitch. I'm going to talk this whole time. Here's two movies for you. Why don't you come back tomorrow? See it again. <laughs> exactly. Got to Got to put them in their place. Oh, I love it. But yeah, um, I, I don't remember why I got on the Dollar Theater, but going back to our conversation about this content blackout kind of thing, it's like, if there's going to be, yeah, I, ho- I hope there's a big it's renaissance. Coming. I feel like 2021 is is going to be a cool year, hopefully. I mean, dep- well, yeah. just, you know, elections aside and all that, I feel like <laughs> uh, the creative side of the world will have a really cool something going on, you know? I hope so. I hope people are using this time, unlike me. <laughs> I hope yeah. the more people are, are using the time. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. 
I'm I'm really interested to see how like concerts change. I think the most because yeah, I don't know. Be. I think I sent that picture to our group chat of like the right. first UK socially distanced concert. It looked pretty cool to me. Again, I don't I don't know if it's just that we're getting old. But I think like, we're getting old. That looks kind of nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, I get to sit in a little square with my crew. I mean, it's like yeah, nobody else to next to me. That's dope. If you. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, it's basically they had these like little um, kind of walled off squares where it was like a table and chairs. And I would assume it's like uh, whatever the size of your group or whatever, you have like a reserved box that you guys go to with uh, however many chairs you need. Um, and so like as the the squares get farther and farther back, though, they elevate them. So like you oh, aren't trapped that's cool. That's cool. looking at like the back of the like, people in front of his head if you're, you know, like way in the back. Um, and again, it's like, if I can avoid, uh, having, you know, John 16 beers, who's been there since 3 PM climbing on my shoulders, you know, right as the main act starts. And if I like, you know, I can go to the bathroom and come back and get my spot. No problem. It's kind of nice. That is nice. Yeah. Or like, the, like nice. the seven foot tall guy walking in front of you like, <laughs> right before it starts. Every time, dude. Every yeah. time. Or the four and a half foot tall girl who has showed up, you know, two minutes before Insisting on being the opening friend. act. And yeah, she, my friends are actually at the front row, so I need to get through here. <laughs> girl, they left you behind. Yeah, yeah sorry. Sorry, you uh, should have been with them at, at the start. So it's, it's <laughs> that's crazy. crazy. That's crazy. Uh, Hope you find them after the show, though. Yeah, good luck finding them at the end, though. I just, I try <laughs> to act like I can't hear those kind of people. It's like, I don't, it's, it's really One of the best, here. like, concert yeah. gags that we had in the past if I'm at like a festival and Tyler's there with us, <laughs> what we do yeah. if we're like trying to leave, we just get him. He does the best. Like he <laughs> pretends to throw up. And <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the, the C parts so quickly. People are like, get, I will move at anywhere to get away from this kid. He just, he's oh like my God. hand over his mouth. Just like, like cheeks puffed out. And Tyler's he's like, like, he's like, like, he's shaking his head. Like he's oh, the he's... perfect type for that. Like he's 100% the type of person. It looks, looks believable. That I would it believe. It looks like, yeah. Like he looks like he's in pain when he does it. So and we're all just, we're all just walking behind him. We're like, Oh, so sorry. We're so sorry. That's classic. If only that would work to get to the front of the crowd. I don't think people right. would be as willing to let, you know, the vomiting right. guy get in front of them. We, you can use it to kind of, Go from right to left towards the center, but you can't really go forward with that one. As you could, I, you could, you could. I guess you could have like a nice little zigzag. It's pattern. like chess, but you gotta, uh, you gotta kind of play it down by the right people, or else you gotta get st- uh, right. you can't really stop in front of the people that you like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. oh man, but uh, yeah, I mean, it'll. I think probably like budgets for movies might be going down too. You know, because yeah. I know ticket sales are such a huge part of you know how they get reimbursed for that. Yeah, so. very much so. Again, could be could be a nice little indie renaissance. Could be nice. It's yeah, I think it's the cool the most interesting thing to see is we were talking about this the other day, uh is the way that everyone's gonna be adjusting to the new kind of world in the entertainment industry because it's it's all brand new. Like like the way that you film, yeah. the way that you direct, the way that you it's just every single role is kind of slightly changed. So it's almost like everyone's on this level playing field again of like learning how or relearning how to like do all of that in a right. post corona world um right so i think it'll be really interesting to see yeah and i've got i've got a lot of sympathy for those guys who are like have to be on set like the sound guys and you know the camera crew everybody having to wear masks and stuff right. like for 
14, 18 hour days sometimes, right. you know, that they're pulling. That's I hate doing it for like 45 minutes at the grocery store and like let alone. It sucks. A full, full day of work, day. like out, just like active work, too. It's not like you're sitting at a desk with a mask yeah, on. No, like those guys are moving around working. and yeah, that's nuts. It is. But uh I, uh, yeah, that's in lieu of, of actual content. Right. Right. <laughs> that's, that's what I was, what I wanted to talk about. Yep. Uh, I guess, do you want to go or I can go? I was going to actually ask you, um, oh. you own your own car now. What is that all about? Oh, well, it basically was mine the whole time, but, uh, my dad just was like, take this basically. And I was like, okay, <laughs> he signed the title <laughs> over slash pay for some more stuff on it. And I was like, all right, love that. Of course, Easy. you know, How and, and not that I would ever, not that I would ever incriminate you and Jeffrey. This is purely hypothetical. Of course. Oh, I, know, I know, I know it's I not what say, you were doing. I would never say anything. Right. But, but oftentimes perhaps what someone might be inclined to do, uh, this was not what, again, not what Josh was doing, but uh, somebody's, somebody's parents might have their car under their name, for a reduced interest rate or a reduced insurance rate. Interesting. Uh, and then, you know, have their have their child drive it full time. And of course, you know, it's not actually the uh, the parents vehicle per se. But, you Very know, it's like, again, interesting. just this is just all alleged. I would have no idea about any of this. Of course. Uh, of course. This again, pure speculation. <laughs> Very. Yeah, yeah. Again, just this is all just like a, a witch hunt, really. I don't really have any more more dad. Podcaster harassment, all caps on Twitter. <laughs> Josh, uh, if you witch hunt, Josh, you can uh, you can go ahead and give us your topic. I'm ready for it. Ready for it. All right. So I guess just randomly, when I was on Google or YouTube, I don't really know what happened. I was doing I, some light googling. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'm just googling. I should be on I Google. Just be googling shit sometimes. I just be googling really. Um. I was like, you know what? I'm kind of interested. Who are like the consensus like top guitar players of all time? I was like, that's kind of an interesting thing. So I Googled it. And of course, there's a Rolling Stone article with the top 100 (laughs) with pretty detailed rundowns of who and why. Um, There's definitely some notable gaps, I would say, but it is from 2015. That's the most recent time the data was presented. uh, Okay. Well, I would imagine there's a pretty heavy overlap with some of those greatest American bands, uh, you know, some some members from those. Very, I would imagine a pretty 60s, 70s, 80s heavy list. That's fair. Um, yeah, I would say a majority of them are older 60s, 70s era for yeah. sure. Yeah. Definitely top 10 is pretty much all old school. I would say it's it's probably easier to include people like there, you know, from that era, just because you have the benefit of like, you know, their impact over time. Right. Whereas you might have somebody in 2020 who's like, maybe in in 2035 they're going to be regarded as the greatest guitar player right. ever, but we just don't have you know the scope to analyze them just yet. Yeah, I definitely think it's the way that it because like you have people who i mean it's been five years basically since this came out so yeah you can have a guy right now who's you know one of the best ever and he won't be on this list probably yeah because you know number 100 is like Lindsay buckingham from fleetwood mac so it's yeah. like when that's like when they redo the list Lindsay's probably dropping out right top 100 but you hate to see it, still, that just shows you know that's pretty pretty dense top 100 it is yeah <laughs> 
I guess oh, yeah. do you guys want to do like kind of like a guessing game, maybe of top ten or top five, and I can like kind of give you some hints and you can guess who it is. Yeah. I've got a couple names, yeah, that I that I think are are probably up there in the top ten. Do you want to do ten or five? Oh, I pro- I only have like three or four. Yeah, so let's do like a, let's do okay. five. Okay, number five. I doubt either of you will get, but we can try. Uh, uh give me the genre. Um, let's see. Um, rock and roll. Rock. Cool. <laughs> cool. Electronic. Yeah, I'll just read you the first like paragraph of like the Rolling Stone article, but I won't say their name. Okay. First genre is EDM. Name redacted has the combination of brilliant technique with personality. It's like he's saying, I'm the name redacted. I'm right here. And you can't ignore me. Even in the Yardbirds, he had a tone that was melodic, but in your face. Right? Urgent and edgy, but sweet at the same time. You could tell he was a serious player and he was going for it. He was not holding back. Looks like he worked on some other albums as well as like a studio musician type. Like he's on a Rod Stewart song. He's on Stevie Wonder. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I've even heard of the Yardbirds, to be honest. Yardbirds are, I only know because I listened to like one of their songs on 97 Won the River back in the day. (laughs) That's right. I feel like. Let me see if I can find out what else he's worked on real quick. Would he, is he like a household name or are we talking like somebody who's uh, pretty much like a technical background guy? He probably is, but not okay. probably for us. Gotcha. Um, yeah, let's look. Yeah, I can't imagine I'm going to get this one. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go ahead and say it's Jeff Beck. Oh. And that's not Beck who won album of the no, year. No, 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 no. It's different. Jeff yeah. Bezos is different number guy. 10. On the guitar, Jeff, top guitar list of all time. Bezos. Goodbye, his way in. Jeff, Jeff Beck, Beck number five. Number five. Huh. Out, What's uh played in the sixties? Number four. Number four is definitely a band you know. Okay. The guy's name is not so much like probably the first thing that would come to your mind, but definitely when you hear it, you'll know him. Okay. Um, and the paragraphs look a little bit long. Let's say one of the biggest. British rock bands in the 60s, 70s era, guitarist. Okay. So not lead singer. Yeah. Not like that it. <laughs> Any more uh, answer? Um, well, if I give you the if I give you the name of the band, it's pretty much. It's not like, oh, like well, Jim Morrison. I don't, I don't know enough about him. Jim Morrison. Huh? Well, the, uh, the doors no, are was, American. Oh, 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 oh. Um, uh, um, my first guess might be Jimmy Page. Not quite. Oh, Different band, but okay. uh, same country. Um, I don't know. My logo. Be, oh, go ahead. My my second guess would be uh, from the Rolling Stones, but I don't. I can't remember his name off the top. He's from the Rolling Stones. Oh, uh, I was gonna guess Beatles for some reason. All right, it's Keith Richards. Oh. Keith Richards. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. I shouldn't that know that. Sense. It's like the one where you're like, when you hear his name, you're like, oh, yeah. duh. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. You just can't openly think of it. <laughs> Let's move it on to number three. All right, number three, famous British rock star from a top band. Uh-oh. I'm sensing a trend. I think maybe Brad might have said it before. Uh, could it be Jimmy, Jimmy Page of Led Zeppelin? Oh. Let the let, the let out. Let the let out. Jimmy Page is definitely one of the guitarists that Jack Black quotes in School of Rock. So that's how you like really know that he is a yeah, exactly. name for our generation. Unsurprising, yeah. 
And Jack Black coming in at number two. <laughs> number two, and, Jack uh, Black. Right in behind. Number one, Zach Mooneyham. <laughs> Zach Mooneyham. Oh, my God. Jimmy Page. What a legend. All right, number two. two, you might get it. I don't know. Um, he's definitely a huge name. But I don't know if like our you know era listens to him quite as much as others do. Okay. But, um, he's more of like a solo guy. Like he would be going by his name as like the act. It wouldn't be a band per Is se. Is it Stevie Ray Vaughan? Okay. Uh, no, he's number twelve <laughs> on the list. Actually, oh, close. close, close. I've got two names in my head right now. Go um, for it. My first, my gut feeling says Carlos Santana. Ooh, no, he's one. like twenties. Uh, what genre? He sings too. Um, rock. <laughs> uh, let me let me read you some of his his paragraphs. Can okay, I can I throw my second one out there real quick before you yeah, get into it? Yeah, Is it ahead. Eddie Van Halen? No, he's number eight. Ah, but he's. I would I would have put him in the top five uh, for sure. I, I kind of thought so too. I don't. I just don't think if Eddie Van Halen was in a guitar off against anybody in the top five that he would lose. Right. Yeah, not so much that he maybe is the best, but would he lose? He holds his own. Right. Okay, it's he was in a band called Cream, pretty famous. Band. Oh, Eric Clapton. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Nice. Good job, Tom. Nice. Also, my uncle's previous dog was named after him. <laughs> I love that. Nana's going to be really proud of me for guessing that one. <laughs> she's, she's a huge Eric Clapton fan. So that one's for you, Nana. Thank Shout you for Nana. that one. All right. Number one is probably about as obvious as it could be. So don't overthink it. Tom, do you want to do you want to take first stab? Or you want me to go for it? I got a name in my head. Oh gosh, why is I don't know why the number one like it's I got nothing. <laughs> just, just like just think to yourself like who is the most famous just purely guitarist? You is it Jimi Hendrix? Oh yes, yeah, Jimmy yeah, Hendrix. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, you're just nice like job. you're like is there could it be Jimmy Hendrix? Jimi Hendrix. But yeah, it is cool. Jimi Hendrix. If you just I'll take like, it. Honestly, if you're bored, just go watch Jimi Hendrix playing guitar on YouTube. It's the most Insane. ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Was uh, I would always play as him in Guitar Hero. Oh, you have to. I was always Slash. <laughs> That's slash a solid sick. Slash is slash sick. Is yeah, sick. Slash is like in the 60s on this list. Wow. Like, it's either Slash, Jimi Hendrix, or the robot yeah. guy. That's like yeah. the only three <laughs> exactly. you can pick. Um, where, uh, where was John May? Was he on the, where was John Mayer on the list? I am not even going to, he wasn't on the list. Wow. So that's kind of one of the ones I wow. think. really surprised. 2015 Mayer maybe wasn't quite enough to edge yeah, himself for sure. in. Okay. With like the Rolling Stone.com, yeah. like snob right. writer community. Yeah. He, he maybe had been, like, actually, hold on. He maybe had like cemented himself as, you know, kind of okay, true well, guitar actually, guru status quite right. then maybe. I think that was probably before he was playing with like. The dead, oh, very right? much so. Yeah. Free rebrand. That was, I mean, the dead was twenty eighteen. Okay, so actually, the yeah. voting was done by a lot of musicians. So it's oh, kind of like cool. I'll just let me just read you the ones that I know. That's actually a pretty big list. I won't go through all of them, but you got guys like Dan Auerbach, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Brian Bell from Weezer, um, Richie Blackmore from Deep Purple, okay. Carl Brommel from My Morning Jacket, nice, um, Gary Clark Jr. Yeah, that's a good one. Is Derek Trucks on there? Uh, Steve Cropper. Uh, he's on the yeah. list. Yeah, I think he's, he's in the really 20s. Good. Derek Who Trucks. Uh, Trucks, let's see. Mm. Uh, he's, he's like blues. Like um, Susan Tedeschi's his wife. They got Tedeschi Trucks band. And they have their solo band. Nice. Brian May, 26. Nice. Um, I think he's... I know I saw him on here. Maybe he's a little farther down. 
Oh, well. But yeah, he's definitely on here. Yeah. Did any of your uh, full country gentlemen make it, Josh? Uh, yes, like actually. Neil Young? Or... I'll, run, I'll run through a couple of those. Yeah, Neil Young is actually number wow. seven. Okay. Wow. Okay. I was hoping uh, we'd get some acoustic representation in there. Yeah, it wasn't just actually, shredding guitar solos there's a and decent, everything. There's a decent bit of variety on here. I think that's okay. probably why there's some guys left off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Neil that. Young, Neil Young, like early career, like, I mean, he still played electric early on, but he's like, like one of the best acoustic guitar players probably ever. And then when he switched kind of more to electric later in his career, he was basically like his nickname was, I think it was like the godfather of grunge or the father of grunge oh, wow. or something like that. That's so basically he pioneered the grunge genre basically. Oh, Derek trucks is oh, nice. That's up nice. there. Nice. Um, and then I guess let's do some, I'm doing kind of like my top like five or so just personally. Yeah. Um, not necessarily who I think is the best, but I think it can yeah. be kind of fun. So for me, I'll go Neil Young, number one. That's kind of obvious Fair. for you know, people that know me. Then I had George Harrison on here. He's number 11 on the list. So he just kind of missed the, the crack. Interesting. Interesting. Um, Love him, obviously, big Beatles head. I'm I'm surprised to see George Harrison above somebody like Santana, who you said he was down kind of in like mm-hmm. the 20s. Yeah, he's he's region, 20. Right? Okay, yeah. interesting. I guess you just lop in like the Beatles fame, kind of probably plays a big role in that too. True, I, you have to I guess account for influence as well, right. and it it literally does not get more influential than the Beatles, so. Again, it's all just pretty subjective stuff. There's not really any way that you can, like, 100%, like, oh, well, this amount of notes per second right. is capable of, like, this knowledge of this. Like, you can't really... The scientific deconstruction, yeah, right. of guitarists. Then I had uh, Angus Young. He's number Ooh, 24 nice. on the list. Solid pick. I was listening through, like, ACDC the last week, just kind of, like, getting ready for this, and Angus Young is a wizard. impressive. A wizard, that man. Oh, yeah. Like, it's... just these concert videos of him. I mean, I saw him, but I was, like, too young to really just take it all in for what it was at the time. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I was, like, 10, maybe. <laughs> but, I mean, he is, like, I was watching just this video of him playing Thunderstruck. I mean, he is insane. Oh, yeah. I have to say, I think ACDC might be the biggest, like, just dudes rock band, Definitely. you know? It's like, hard to argue against it. That's It really, truly is just, like, guys jamming out. Just <laughs> it's, it's not the deepest music. It's not, right. like, the most, you know, it's not going to leave you emotional, but it's just, like, hell yeah. Just <laughs> hell yeah, time. brother. Yep. <laughs> it's just, I mean, it's so good. Um, Let's see. I got three... You know what? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna before, do six. I'm gonna do six, but one's a five A, five B. Before we get too far from ACDC, ACDC, should we discuss our Georgia Aquarium yeah. experience oh, sure. with them? <laughs> oh yeah, it was great. Josh, why don't you why don't you take the lead on that one? All right, so it was Tom's birthday. <laughs> was it, what, it was like your nineteenth birthday. Yeah, it, was, it was a while ago. Were you turning I I 20, twenty or nineteen or? Okay. Okay, let's roll with that. It's Tom's twentieth birthday. We're down <laughs> at the Georgia Aquarium. We go to the aquarium. It was awesome. It was such a good <laughs> birthday. Just the fellas rolling up at the aquarium. <laughs> oh yeah. 
and we go to the and dolphin exhibit, like where they do like the dolphin shows. The, we and we had been talking and, about the whole time. I want to make that clear. We've been, talking We've been joking yeah, about yeah. that. Thunderstruck, yeah, was we like were, specifically like, Thunderstruck yeah. was mentioned many times. That yeah, that it was just day. this running joke. Like, just I don't even know, like multiple different references. I don't know how it started. It's still kind but, of going on. Like, I think it, like we just kind of like turn to each other and be like, yeah. "You've been," and then we just immediately just and like get into it. So the, when we sat down to the dolphin show, I do remember like turning to everybody <laughs> and we were just like, "What if they? What if you know? What if they just pulled out Thunderstruck for the dolphin show? Like, how sick would that be?" <laughs> and like, totally kidding. And then I, probably like ten minutes later, the intro starts, and then and then and then and then and then and then, and, and there are dolphins really. jumping out of the water. There are people riding them. <laughs> It was awesome. It's like the lights dim, and then all of a sudden, like the flashes start. Yeah. Like it's like a lightning strike. <laughs> there's like about this. there's about five twenty year old men standing and applauding in the applauding and a crowd of children and parents. It was audience. amazing. What a good experience. Oh, just absolutely yelling the whole. We time. just looked at each other like in we, shock. I, we're like, like no, we just man. literally could not believe that. I it was, was like, I can't believe yeah. we just put that into existence. <laughs> That's insane. We were probably the most excited probably. people in that room. We gotta post. We gotta post that picture of us at the aquarium. The one. Oh, yeah, yeah, we gotta yes. put that on the Instagram. Um. Yes. Yeah, that was sick. Really good memory with that. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. So good, good stuff. Good stuff. I mean, we were just like. I mean, oh, we were yeah. hamming it up. That was true. Like euphoric. It was awesome. Joy. Like <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> From from Thunderstruck at the Dolphin Show. Again, I want to emphasize the crowd was ninety nine percent parents young. and children. A lot of grandparents coming to town to hang out with like their very young grandchildren, and then the five twenty year olds who could not be more thrilled to see be the lost on you. The Georgia Aquarium is sick. Like it's, I mean, it's pretty sick. I, it's one of the best. Fun. Like you, no matter how old you are, like it's awesome. I'd go again. And then we also managed to climb into the little penguin tunnel. Yeah. That again, that again. Very clearly built That's for right. eight-year-olds. Yeah, we had to be on our knees to get... That, it was really it claustrophobic, but yeah, it was fun. did not stop us. <laughs> we shouldn't be allowed probably like in places probably anymore, not. honestly. We do, I, <laughs> I don't know how we didn't I get banned from the I aquarium. Think we, do need to have a, um, we need to go to the aquarium again at some point, have a reunion there. Feet picks live on the yeah, scene can, at the Georgia Aquarium. We can picks live from the. We can interview the, the Belugas. <laughs> It'll be our first, our first Patreon exclusive content. Will be like a video episode of us at the Georgia Aquarium. It's us inside the tank. That would be awesome. <laughs> We're wearing the wetsuits, waterproof mics. <laughs> oh man, that'd be sick. Anyways, before to we get it. too far, yeah. All right. So so far, I've said Neil Young, George Harrison, and Angus Young. So number four, we're going to do uh, Mr. Alejandro Rose Garcia, a.k.a. Mm. Shaky Graves. Very nice. Uh, he's like the most unique talent of a guitar player I've ever seen. Live. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, I think definitely a slept on pick. I think that's a solid choice. Yeah, I just he's he can do it all. Like the finger picking is insane. Obviously, he combines it with the suitcase drum we love a good suitcase and, drum. i mean just like he like bends strings like just like draws out sounds and he like does stuff with it that's just really yeah. unique that you don't see too much of at least that i've seen but uh kind of like him at number four there and uh this is like a 5a 5b like i mentioned on the next one 
Yeah. I put Adam Granduciel, who is the War on Drugs lead singer slash guitarist. Yeah. Uh, he's got a great sound. Obviously, I'm a big fan of the War on Josh, Drugs. Josh, yeah, a massive War on Drugs head. And then 5B, I put Kurt Vile. He Ooh. used to be in the War on Drugs, uh, but now he's right. kind of gone solo. I actually don't know if I knew that. He was on the War on Drugs first album. Oh, okay. Solo after just that. the first one. Yeah, as far gotcha. as I know, pretty sure just the first. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, he's good finger picker as well. I know he said this interview I watched of him. He said he taught Neil Young a finger picking style. So that's like, rare. Well, if you're teaching a guy from who's like was the top of the line right. in the '60s a style, yeah, probably like a big deal. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> Not too often you can throw Neil Young right. a couple of pointers. Right. So that's all I got for kind of my honorable mentions. If you guys had anything you wanted to throw in, feel free. I mean, I think pretty much all of mine were were mentioned. I know when you when you prompted us, uh, my first thoughts were Jimi Hendrix, Eddie Van Halen, Jimmy Page. Um, I did... I, I was expecting yeah, Mayer to show up, but again, because he, he's been, he he's been regarded him. for yeah. a very like since like 2010, really. Uh, I feel like he, had yeah, to be like I agree. Because I like, I mean, BB BB King yeah. has talked about him since he was young. Like uh, uh, Eric Clapton mm-hmm. has. I mean, really, a lot of the people on the list have all like mentioned John Mayer at some point, being like, he is going to be uh, the next big thing, the next legend. Like, um, yeah. So one of my picks would be John Mayer, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, was, I was expecting that. Uh, I sent it to you. Where's, uh, where's uh, Mike Dean on the list? <laughs> Mike Dean. <laughs> Mike Dean did not make the list. Um, Hate to see it. No, no love for the hip hop guitarists. You know what's also kind of interesting? I mean, modern music has definitely moved away from this, but there's only two women on here that i could see wow wow we got bonnie oh bonnie, bonnie Ray and yeah. uh, joni oh, yeah. mitchell yeah i think if they revise this list i think you could definitely have Brittany for howard sure. and john mayer kind of oh. move in Brittany howard yeah. would be very deserving especially after yeah, her most recent I album i oh, think yeah. uh yeah which i guess you know again right that's i guess it's not the list but yeah i mean my picks would be john mayer for sure um What's cool about John Mayer to me is it feels like he's this protege of like six different greats of like Eric Clapton. Like, you know, he he's traveled with so many different guitarists at this point, but he's also right. taken so yeah. much from them. So it feels like he's a culmination of the sounds of like Eric Clapton and like Derek Trucks and BB King and so on and so on. It's like, I, I think that's really cool. Um, uh, on yeah. a more like oddity uh, or not oddity, but like um, more niche guitarist for me would be uh, Tom Mish is a really good one. I that man. I don't know if you guys know him. He's a British artist. Um, one of his songs, like Water Baby, is one of his more popular songs. But he has some of just like the coolest guitar tones. They're very. It's like those muted wah sounds. Um, just look him up. I, I I know that's I, that's so undescriptive. He's really I'll good check though. It out. I feel like I recognize. Tom, yeah, it's like Tom M I S C H, um, and he's just like just so cool. I think he's awesome. Uh, Derek Trucks. Oh, he's got yeah, he does. He's a tiny desk. desk. That's a really good. Those Ooh. are good. Um, Derek Trucks, like I mentioned earlier, that man's really really talented. Um, his slide guitar is mm-hmm. very. 
out of this world. Um, and uh, I've been listening to This Sky ever since Josh sent it to me. I'm a big, big fan of that song. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I think that was, let's see, there's Tom Mish, we got Derek Trucks, John Mayer. Um, What's, um? do you guys know the name of the lead guitarist from Aerosmith? I'm sure he's uh, on there somewhere. Steven Tyler? Uh, no. He's well, Steven Tyler's, yeah, he's front. Oh, man, yeah, who's but the he's not, uh, I think it's one of those ones yeah. that would like I would know if I read it. Probably, I just yeah I can't think of it off the top of my head. I think he is on there. I think I remember reading it. I'd, I'd be surprised if he didn't make top one hundred. Yeah, Joe Perry. Uh, Joe Perry. Yeah, he's on. Okay. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember where, but he is on here. Very nice. But yeah, those would be my picks. I would say. Oh yeah, I uh, I've never listened to Tom Mitch. What'd you say his name was again? The yes, Tom yeah. Mish is cool. I, I uh, Kalen showed me him. Go check him out. Um, there's a whole slew of like British artists or like just European music artists that I feel like don't get a lot of spotlight here. So, um, it's been interesting to branch yeah. out into those yeah. people specifically. If you're going to listen to a song by him, I'll put it in my discover weekly, but it runs through me is a really good one by him. Okay. But yeah. Those are my, very picks. nice. Those are my picks. Very oh, nice. actually I do have one more. Uh, he's oh. like super new. Oh, um, like came out this year, maybe like 2019 to 2020. He's been on the, on the rise, but, uh, Josh Havrilla, if you've ever heard of him, he's, uh, he's been <laughs> really yeah, just like, out. just on the up, up on the up and up. Yeah. Up and he's on the come up. So check sure. him out. If you oh, have yeah. the time, there's nothing published yet, but he's on the way. So. If the pitchfork to my backyard at eleven thirty at night. You can hear me. <laughs> the pitchfork top artists to look out for in twenty twenty one. Josh Abrella, top the list. Those those are all first. my picks. <laughs> <laughs> Love to see it. Oh man, there you have it. There, there you have go. it. Well, uh, yeah. What do you got for us today, Tommy? Oh man, you know uh, it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> it's really funny because uh i've also been wondering what i have for us today is that right um, i've really i've really been racking my brain like trying to figure something out and it's i've been so, i've just been so preoccupied with this like voiceover stuff i just wanted to i don't know um i did have something uh Look, I'm I'm the last guy to call you out about this, so uh, <laughs> so don't. Feel no, bad I about yeah, it. no, I mean I, I know I was that like, Corona, that Corona slump, man, it's got us all. I know. Well, it sucks because I was like, I there was something I wanted to talk about, and then I totally forgot about it. Um, that's all right. You're lucky we're at the 50 minute mark. I swear to God. I was gonna say. I mean, it seems like we <laughs> got you know still... we got plenty already. <laughs> So I'll just save it for next week, actually. I, I, uh, oh, yeah. So I was actually going to talk. Ah, you know what? We are at like 50 kind of minutes. Press, kind of so. the time. Yeah, I, it's I kind of like a 40-minute topic. I don't know if yeah. we just really have the time to delve into maybe it. Maybe next today. week. I wish we Maybe did, next though. week. But hey, um, no harm I will have to, I, I will have something really good for next week, actually, because I'm starting to remember now. But it really is such a long thing to talk about. I don't want to spend it all. So Absolutely. Well, uh. Why don't we uh, get wrapped up with uh, Discover Weekly then? Let's do it, fellas. Sounds good. 
Who wants to go first? Da, 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 the Discover Weekly. Tom, why don't you why don't you take us home since you? Uh, hey, I got you. I got give, you. I give got you the you. spotlight for a little while. Yeah, I um, I yeah, like I said before, this song by Tom Mish called "It Runs Through Me" is a really cool, uh, just really cool sounding. Like I said, the biggest thing for Tom Mish that you'll notice is the tone of his guitars that he uses. Um, there, it's all very. It feels very unique. It feels very uh, just like original um and it's and his voice is really cool too because he does have an accent he sings in his accent he doesn't sing like an american nice um so yeah we'll we'll play a little clip this is uh it runs through me by tom mish i love the way it flows i love the way it grows Something in this sound that takes me far It's like a special song Can move my mood along But I cannot say you'll hit through my guitar She told me at the bass line And everything will be alright She told me that the groove is mine It will take us through the night And where I'll go Can't explain, I'll never know but it's beautiful You can't take this away from me The way I hear the melody The way it's bring clarity Running through me You can't take this away from me Oh, the way I hear the melody The way it's bring clarity Running through me Tell me at the baseline Yeah, um... <laughs> So uh, yeah, that was that was uh, it runs through me by Tom Mish. Uh, it's also featuring um, De La Soul. He comes in and oh. uh, has a little rap in there. Also okay. British. Uh, if you don't like British rap, really sorry, but the music is enjoyable enough. So yeah, um, but yeah, the song is super cool. It's like almost bossa nova esque, which is a really bad way to describe it. But like, <laughs> it's a uh, it's just got that kind of jazzy feel to it i i love i just love uh that type of music it's just yeah just sitting and grooving and it's oh like, yeah uh the music video for it is super cool too um it's it's this like low light super smoky like dude on the keyboard smoking a cig and like nice. everyone is dressed in like 70s attire super cool love that song tom mish everybody love not to be confused with tom miss Famous feature, who you also love to see, who is me, who is me. That's right, up and coming LA based voice. Pitchfork's number one LA based up and coming voiceover actor, (laughs) Thomas Newton. That's me, baby. (laughs) An incredibly niche list. There's only about two or three names on there, but Thomas is number one. Uh, You know, I'll take it though. That's right, Right. Josh. What you got for us? Uh, Well, this week I'm going to play a song called "Strange Country" by Casey and Clayton. Oh, uh, Casey and Clayton is like a old school Western, uh, folky bluegrassy type of duo. I'm shocked to hear this. Um, they <laughs> wow, recorded their crazy. most recent album with uh, the lead singer of Wilco has a studio. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, they recorded with him, and they I believe they toured with Coulter Wall earlier. So they're kind of on the rise. Um, they're not verified on Instagram yet. So, you know, it's a really uh, hipster uh, pick for everybody. Wow. Yeah. Wanna, you know, spread that knowledge around, you know, get very them, elite, 
What are the uh, bump? Yeah, what, what's what's the monthly it. listener count looking like? Uh, let's check it out. I think it's like fifty thousand. Oh, okay, okay. So not, so not like you know lot. super indie, but uh, on the rise. Not quite Dalmatian tier. They don't have a song. They don't have a song with a million plays yet. So I'm a, okay. I'm more of a uh, less than a thousand kind of guy, <laughs> personally. Look, that's more of the Instagram follow I was talking about. Yeah. So. That's that's tragic. Dalmatian has cracked eighteen hundred monthly listeners. That's wow. the feedback. I think I think that's because the K-pop band put out an album. Oh, <laughs> oh. everybody's confused. Maybe they ended up stumbling onto something better, though. So I don't know. No. Maybe they, maybe they can be saved. You know, maybe I think that if you heard that um, a huge K-pop band was going to release a new album. If you named your band that album and then put like three singles out or something like that, you could get the manufacture a ton of listens, I bet. Oh, yeah. People do that all the time where like uh, when yeah. people thought Yandi was dropping, uh-huh. people, there were like 18 Yandi playlists right. that had absolutely nothing to do with Kanye. And they were all just like random SoundCloud rapper songs Crazy. that were trying to get plays. Yeah, I got them. Well, let's because uh, <laughs> I fell victim to it a couple times. Let's uh, let's hear this song, huh? All right, this is "Strange Country" by Casey and Clayton. Strange Country by Casey and Clayton. They're a Canadian duo based out of uh, Saskatchewan. Mm. Uh, they're cousins, and they definitely have a lot of the inspiration from, I know, like the music I listen to. So um, obviously, I like it. Classic. She's a really good voice. She can bring it. Oh, yeah. Um, and he's a really good uh, guitar player as well, like finger pick style, too. So always love that. Yeah. Check him out. For uh, for somebody who may not be as guitar savvy, uh, is finger picking just not using a guitar pick, and or is it like um, a certain style of so like think, think of, think it of like Blackbird? You're pinch, you're like pinching the okay. strings, like and kind of rolling your fingers, like so, like yeah, hit like one a, string with the thumb, hit one know. string with the pointer finger. <laughs> It's like scratching your balls. Exactly. The pinch and roll. Yeah. Exactly. That's actually where the inspiration came from. (laughs) And he wears he wears a actual like there's these picks that you use for like banjo playing that some guitar players use. He uses that on his thumb to get that big like that loud kind of like rattle sound that he's doing. Those are like like the little metal like Mm -hmm. nails Uh, almost, right? No. Yes and no. The banjo usually. 
Um, you'll have the metal ones on your like pointer finger, middle finger, and yeah. maybe ring finger. But the thumb is like a different shaped one that has like a little plastic uh, tip coming off that just kind of catches as you go down. Interesting. It's a, yeah, it's a lot, but he uses that plastic one. Oh, very clever. Yep. So that's all I got. So moving on to Brad. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, this is by no means a new track. Uh, we actually we talked about this album a little bit when we were on with Bernard on Up in the Air. Reminder okay. to, hey, uh, to give that a listen to. Check him out. Good guy. Um, but this is uh, from the new My Morning Jacket album, uh, The Waterfall 2, which Ooh. I just got it on vinyl. So I'm like, I'm back on My, my I Morning just Jacket. Mine too. I haven't got it yet, though. I'll probably yeah. pick it up this week. What I will say, um, slight, slight shade. Uh, I I ordered the the green and orange like super cool special edition or whatever, and I open it up and it's blue, which is weird. Um, Tyler was saying it might be worth more money time. If, it, if it's a misprint. It might be worth more money, but Perhaps. is it really like a huge market for more morning jacket? misprint <laughs> records you'd be surprised a uh, huge thriving community of secondhand my morning jacket album collectors so um you know this, this might be my come up we'll see but uh anyways uh this is the song feel you off of Ooh, the nice. waterfall 2 from my morning jacket let's take a listen They got the uh, they got the octave the uh, Doctor Octave pedal on that one. <laughs> I, they got the Doctor Octave exactly pedal. what pedal that is actually. <laughs> they got the Octopus's Garden pedal on. That they one. got that Doc Ock pedal going on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it's been "Feel You" by God. My Morning Jacket. Lord, again for the for the less guitar set, and not me again, but for the listeners perhaps who are less guitar savvy. What is what? What'd you call? Doc, it? I keep Doc wanting Ock. to call it. To, Doctor Octopus pedal. Doctor Oc. No, the um, it's like the pedal. There's a pedal on GarageBand you can use, and it's called uh, Doctor Octave. And what it does is, um, it's an effect where you uh, so if you're playing the note going, then it'll also give you the the note like three octaves down. So you'll get, and so it gives that really cool like just a very thick sound that you hear. Yeah. Um. It's a really cool sound, though. That's why that's why that sounds really cool to me. Oh yeah, um, it's just, this is yeah, definitely one of my favorite songs off of the album. It's really uh, cool. Definitely. When did it come out? Uh, it was like a month ago, maybe two months ago. Uh, I want to say it was maybe like March. I think it was like first quarter twenty twenty. Wow. I want to say yeah. I want to say it's been out for take. a little bit now. Hmm. 
<laughs> hit the hit the tape. Um, but yeah, it's uh, if you are not familiar with my morning jacket, I would July highly 10. recommend. Oh, July. Okay, so not not too far. Wow, not too yeah, far that's, back. That's recent. But that was yeah. like Waterfall Two was recorded the same time as Waterfall One, right? Yes, yeah. Mm. So that's what's interesting. So Waterfall One, uh, which I think we all thought was just you know a standard solo album, uh, was back in 2015, uh, and so they finally decided to release Part Two in 2020. Uh, I think they, you know, they realized that the people need need some good music. Thank you, guys. Uh, it's true. Thank you, thank you, my morning jacket. But um, they have this really, really great kind of atmospheric sound especially on that one song um where it's kind of this like echoey slow build um kind of and then it all comes together at the end with this kind of grand chorus where uh, you know you you reach the top of the mountain it's super uh, cool i like that song a lot oh yeah it's uh i highly recommend it if you're like a big fleet foxes fan Mm. if you like uh what they put out they're they're kind of similar uh you know there's probably a lot of overlap they've got some songs that are like really folky like acoustics but then yes. like most of them are kind of like that dreamscape that was the last song you just played oh yeah they yeah they have a, a pretty high variety especially on this album i'll say um it's like some of them are yeah kind of more folky some of them are kind of more dreamy and then they've got like a couple of like upbeat kind of more funky songs as well in there yeah. so um Definitely give them a listen if you uh, if you've never done a little deep dive on their catalog before. But uh, yeah, well, well, gang, this has been Feet Picks. What is this? 18? 18. Episode 18 now? 18. Sounds right. Um, Don't forget, uh, uh, we got our merch out now. Uh, it's that's very right. Important. On, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Feature Picks. Links in bio there. Um, you know. If you, if you still got some stimulus money hanging out, who's to say you don't toss it our way? I don't know. You know, the, hey, the shirt. Better us than a local business. The shirts are sick, honestly. I, I'm very excited to get mine because <laughs> they're really cool. Big fan. Good conversation piece. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I'll say there's probably nothing cooler than wearing your own podcast merch. Oh, for sure. And there's nothing cooler. <laughs> the biggest, the biggest there's nothing cooler than wearing your friend's podcast merch, too, yes. I would say. Oh, yes. Um, like, look, I'm just like, if like, it's an easy out. If someone's like, what is that? Right. You're like, look, I'm just supporting a friend. Yeah. Right. And they're like, well, you know what? I don't know what they do, but that shirt's really cool. So at the same time, I feel like we kind of did you guys a favor and we spelled out featured picks instead of putting feet picks feet on picks, there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a little less to explain, you know, right. but at the same time, then they like, you know, they get to figure out the joke. It was a good own, call. So exactly. Um, you know. That was that was the goal. The goal was to make something that like hopefully people would look at and I'd be like, Ugh, exactly, I would never wear that in public. I would totally wear so. them, and I plan on wearing them, and I'm gonna get them for everybody. So, <laughs> especially the one with the five G tower on. Yeah, it. no, it's that one's <laughs> the good. In the hour. That one's really good. That's a that's gonna be talk a about a talk about a conversation piece. Yeah, that's that's, I, a hot, that's a hot piece. It's on it's on like the top ten list of hottest December 2020 Christmas gifts. So that's you know, what I heard. Yeah, look at no further. In. Hey, look! If you want to be you want to be cheap, but you don't want to look cheap, get the Feet Picks coffee mug. That's right. Available and just get it. Available in the world logo as well as the uh, spread the truth logo with the owl on it. Uh, oh yes, can't miss. Get it. It's good stuff. Get in there. It's good stuff. Well, anyways, folks, episode eighteen. It's been Tom, Josh, and Brad. That's a wrap, baby. We love you. We love you. That's Thanks for listening. <laughs>